0: Jazz cast pros. Your present circumstances don't determine where you can go. They merely determine where you start. This is a quote that stayed with me throughout my work and sleep. And I guess you could say it's kind of become a slogan or statement we follow in our messaging. I thought it was a perfect way to start a conversation about the new year. As it approaches, I know it's a time you may dedicate to set new goals and to think about what you want and where you want to go. But honestly, you don't have to wait for any specific event or day. The new year to create a vision board, a Monday to start eating healthier. The truth is, if there's anything that's important to you, there's no time like the present. The perfect time to start is right now. Hello, my sleep-inspired, resolution-seeking friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Doze Podcast, the short and sweet of what you need to know to transform your sleep. I'm your host, Soda Kichkowski your trusted sleep coach and guide to help you optimize your day so that you can take back your night. Today, I wanna talk to you about the goals you may have set for yourself leading into 2024. Not just because New Year's is just a few short days away, but because you're primed to wanna do better for yourself and be better than last year. I wanna take our time today to emphasize that when we're looking to break bad habits and form better ones, or to move past things that no longer serve us, We shouldn't just be focusing on the future. I wanna encourage you to take action right in the moment. Yes, there's always tomorrow to try again if you have a setback, but if you want something, truly want something, the time to act is when it's on your mind and in your heart. This is the only way to give it wings. And of course, the goal I'm hoping makes your top three this year to truly transform your year ahead is sleep. Yes, you heard me. (laughs) It isn't just about setting goals. I want to help you set the right foundation for how you can achieve whatever goal you've set for yourself. That starts with not just getting enough sleep, but getting good, consistent quality sleep. So whether you're someone who struggles to catch those Z's, or you're just looking to improve your sleep game, this episode is for you. To create good habits around it, you have to first value and understand it and how it will help you in achieving your new year's resolutions. So whether you're looking to lose weight, Or be more positive, get promoted at work, practice taking better care of yourself, that active self-care needed to manage your stress and to make you feel overall better, how well you sleep can help get you there. But how do we set a goal for sleep? Well, I know you're probably thinking that you just have to make time for more sleep, but it isn't just that. Yes, you want to get enough sleep as too little and you can end up running on fumes. The more important way to prioritize your sleep and to ensure that you're sleeping better is to create a framework of small little habits to promote it. Routine is the easiest path to that. You could start by giving yourself a bed and wake time. This is where wearable sleep trackers can be really useful and helpful. It's measurable and achievable, and most will set reminders for you and can get you on the right track. A big one for me is time blocking. I carve out certain windows of time to get things done. Truth be told, one of the gifts that I asked for this year is this super sleek timer I saw online. Yes, I could use my phone, but with that comes the temptation to check social channels or emails when I have deliberately closed out of them to avoid the distraction. Another thing that I've used in the past is my Google Home, where I'll set a timer for 20 minutes, and when it goes off, I'm done with whatever task, you know, most often emails. But the thing I found is that as a business owner who wears many hats, and then also, as I like to share, is a full-time assistant to a nine-year-old, distractions are everywhere. So I wanted the timer to know how much time I have and to be able to see it visually to really help me get hyper-focused. I used to pride myself on being a multitasker, as many women do. It's the reason that we in fact need more sleep, about 20 minutes more than our male counterparts, because we use more of our brains because of our multitasking ways. And as a Latina, I can tell you that this is and still is a struggle. You literally could not be sitting, bored, or doing nothing in my household growing up. (laughs) Busy, busy, busy was the name of the game. It was about always being useful and helpful. And even up until last year, I didn't realize that this is a trauma response. It can lead to feelings of chronic stress activation. And what once seemed like a badge of honor to me and a marker of self-worth, I now see was a barrier to being truly happy about the way that I live my life. And there's a huge difference between being busy and being productive. It often is more about avoidance. So the truth is when you try to do multiple things, nothing truly has your attention. So a few years back, I made the commitment to myself that I would choose one thing at a time and give it my full focus. So when I'm with my daughter, full focus. Talking to my husband, full focus. No face in the phone, half listening. It has made everyone happier all around, and it's a boundary we set so everyone feels respected and heard. (laughs) But back to the gift that I'm excited to open, I believe this little gadget will help me time block even better than just carving out periods of time. I have time blocks for everything. Answering emails, making phone calls, working on proposals, brainstorming for my podcast, leaving a facial on, taking a walk. It has been a huge game changer for me. It also helps me leave time for more self-care because every day I have a list to tackle, usually one big task and one or two little things. I tell myself I'll work on them only until a certain time, and once time is up, time is up. That includes when it's time to wind down from the day and step away from work. I mean, have you ever found that you've worked on a task and you seem to be getting nowhere? This would happen to me, right? The creativity, the motivation, the focus goes right out the door. That's where I used to get it wrong. Taking breaks is what allows me to recharge, to relieve and actively manage my stress, and to help me feel rejuvenated. But the biggest part of it all is that it helps me to sleep well. Taking regular breaks and not being on all the time not only helps me to relax during the day, but it's a key in being relaxed when it's time to actually sleep. When you take breaks, it often leads to some sort of physical activity or relaxation. So, you know, you might stretch at your desk or take a deep breath. Get up to take a walk, you know, even if it's to just get a glass of water or to even socialize, you know, with a coworker. Being active and incorporating these types of practices helps you relieve stress mentally and physically and can improve the quality of your sleep. Taking breaks enhances mental detachment. If you're constantly thinking about work or what you have to do, it can create those ruminating thoughts or make it hard to wind down. So try to get into the habit of looking away and walking away and giving yourself a little piece from the to do, to do, to do. We often think that things can't wait, but the truth is things only have importance if we place importance on them. Not every little task is as necessary as you think it is. I'm a big list maker. And while I'm big on texts and apps and automating and simplifying my life to open up my time, I love a good list. It's the only way I manage my to-do list. I tried using apps for a while and even an Excel sheet, but that got overwhelming. So I keep it simple. So when I feel like I have too much to do or I don't have enough time for myself, I regroup and I look at the week ahead. I always do the full week and I say to myself, what can I move, what can go, and what can be rescheduled? I learned a tip from a program I was in when I first started my business about a fact that time management isn't really about time management but rather about energy management. So I learned to use this tool that I now use whenever I start to feel like I'm overwhelmed or getting too kind of overscheduled and maybe you will find it useful as well. If you ever start to feel like things are becoming too much physically, mentally, and emotionally, separately or all together. Take a piece of paper and on one side write down energy gain and on the other energy drain. Then throughout the week take notice. You can use it for tasks, for spaces or situations that you're in, or even people that you're around. Do they fill your cup or do they empty it? From there, you're in a place to know what you have to do as you've identified the sources of the things that have created a deficit, a drain, or gain or boost in your life. When it comes to our self-care, the thing often missed is that it's about rest. Rest is the bridge between good and bad sleep. Making this type of list will help you see what you need more of, what you need less of, and what you need to get rid of altogether. In my business, it can be finding someone to delegate a task to. Whatever your role, you might have fallen into the trap of thinking it can't get done unless you do it. But honestly, done is better than perfect. If you find yourself overly stressed, overwhelmed, overtired, and underslept, you most likely have to look at how your energy is being managed. Are you giving your attention to things that do not serve you? And is it causing you to feel stressed, unmotivated, and restless? When I talk about a framework for good sleep, it's all about the small choices we make throughout the day. And it's not just about getting enough sunlight or water, but really about creating habits that allow you to make self-care a part of your daily practice. You shouldn't put taking care of yourself off because you won't reach your goals if you do. Self-care is about the little moments. It's taking deep breaths throughout the day to relieve physical stress and to invoke that relaxation response. It's about engaging in little practices like applying your favorite lip gloss, breathing in the aroma of your favorite coffee or tea before you drink it. It's holding on to a hug a few seconds longer than expected. I actually heard that we need four hugs a day for survival and eight hugs a day for maintenance. So now, even if we have to force it some days, in my house, we count them out. So even if we're too busy to talk or to spend time, we are connecting in some way. I think it's important to incorporate these types of practices, even if you have to plan for them. All those things you do during the day, I promise you, will help you embrace sleep better at night. Get into the habit of creating these little practices, and before you know it, they will be part of your norm. It's like a J.P. Morgan quote I like to reference. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stay where you are. You cannot expect that things will change if you do not. Which brings me to my tips and tools of the week. 1st Make that New Year's resolution list, but when you list something about self-care, add prioritizing sleep at the top. It's the catalyst that will get you there. When you're well rested, it's easier to put new practices into place. Establishing a regular sleep schedule can instill a sense of discipline and structure in your life. This consistency can spill over into other areas, helping you to stick to new habits and routines. Sleep enhances your willpower. When you're well rested, you have more mental clarity and control, making it easier to resist temptations and stay focused on your goals. And getting good sleep is vital for mental health. When your mind is clear and stress levels are lower, you're in a better position to work on self-improvement and adopt new, healthier habits, whatever they may be. Second, track your energy gains and drains. If you wanna do better, be better. You need to see what's holding you back or lifting you up and then take action. And last, remember, you're not alone in this journey. Share your sleep goals and progress with friends and family or even with us here. Having a support system can make a world of a difference when you're looking to reach new heights or reinvent how you want to be or what you see for yourself. I will drop the link to our sleep support group in the show notes. I hope that you have found value in our time together today and that I provided you some clarity as to how sleep is not just a period of rest. It's a foundational element that supports and enhances your ability to be the absolute best version of yourself. It empowers you with the mental, emotional, and physical resources needed to adopt and maintain new habits and to stick with them. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm back every Wednesday with a new episode ready to share my knowledge and empower you to take control of your sleep. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to The Dose Podcast. I still have lots to share with you as we work together towards creating solutions around your unique sleep challenges and needs. Until then, remember, you are pure potential if you change how well you sleep.